On today's episode, we are going to take a closer look at Marvell Technology. The company just reported their quarter two earnings. Unfortunately, after earnings, the company did take a bit of a dive. I believe that day was down roughly 5 to 6%. Uh, to kind of explain a little bit of what happened to earnings, and I'll just kind of give them uh, the, the rain for today's episode, is Billy. Good afternoon, Billy, and feel free to take the lead here. Yeah, sure. Um, thanks. So Marvell Technology, very interesting company. They uh, are now seen they're kind of in the converse AI conversation, but their AI revenues are still, I think, too small to compensate for the rest of the business, which is still weak, which is why I think the stock dove after earnings in spite of their AI uh, segment actually doing better than expected. So let's dive in. Uh, so Marvell is an interesting company. I think they primarily had their roots in kind of data center storage controllers, but um, they embarked on an acquisition spree a few years ago. I think they bought like five large companies or something like that. And they're really active now in sort of digital signal processing, optical transceivers, Ethernet, basically the stuff that shoots data really fast all over the data center and in between data centers, um, in between AI clusters. Um, and, uh, you know, general, and then they have some networking products as well. Um, so, um, they also do some of the custom silicon, but behind some of the accelerators that the big cloud giants, uh, make. So when a cloud giant, uh, I'm not sure which ones are, might be Amazon that's their client. I'm not sure, but for instance, if it is Amazon, then, um, when Amazon talks about Inferentia and Tranium, their in-house design chips, I think there's some Marvell uh, custom ASIC IP in there. So <clears throat> Marvell has taken off uh, this year as it kind of got caught up in the AI hype. However, its legacy business is still depressed compared to last year. And you can see on the left um, kind of the trajectory over the... Uh, last four quarters or so. So revenue was actually down 12% year over year. That actually beat estimates and adjusted EPS of 33 cents also beat estimates. However, I think investors were kind of looking for something a little better. Um, they did guide for pretty decent quarter over quarter growth for the upcoming quarter. So 1.4 billion compared to 1.34 billion last quarter. Um, an adjusted EPS of about 40 cents plus or minus five. It's pretty good on a quarter over quarter basis. Um, so you can see how their revenue is distributed. Unfortunately, the, the, the juicy part, the AI part is in data center, which only look, that's only 34% of their revenue last quarter. Um, and it was down 30% year over year, something like that. The storage, um, their core, their sort of legacy business and storage controllers is still pretty depressed. So it's kind of strange because AI demand is taking off all the accelerating, all the accelerators and the training and the inference, which has been good for their optical transceiver and Ethernet products, which are taking off faster than expected. But companies still aren't really storing more data, I guess, <laughs> or they overbought storage um, equipment at the end of last year when there was um, supply constraints. So 
anyone who's following the NAND memory market knows how terrible that market is right now. Um, so it's kind of strange. You have um, on-premises data center and storage, which is still down a lot, but you have the AI portion of the data center, which um, Marvell said will exit this year at an $800 million run rate. So if you extrapolate that they make between six and $7 billion in revenue this year, if they exit at an $800 million run rate, that's what, like 12 and a half percent of revenue is really the AI revenue. And uh, that's interesting because last quarter, Marvell said that it, it expected $800 million in AI revenue for all of fiscal 2024, uh, 2025 or next year, 20, calendar 2024. And it looks like that they're already going to be at that rate by the fourth quarter of this year. So the AI revenue is really accelerating. The problem is it's kind of taking from spending in other areas of enterprise networking, enterprise on-premise data centers. Um, encouragingly, Marvell did say that cloud, regular cloud, even outside of AI, has also bottomed and has started growing again. So that was encouraging. But there's still too much on-premise and sort of the storage portfolio that's still down. Um, also, carrier infrastructure, kind of tepid growth, the 5G build-outs kind of still ongoing, but the carriers aren't, are, are not doing so well, so they're kind of pausing. Um, automotive was up a lot year over year and quarter over quarter, but they did guide for flat automotive revenue next quarter which would still be up 30% over a year, but it looks like those supply chain bottlenecks have finally caught up. Um, and that's only 8% of revenue. So um, kind of a mixed bag here. You have the AI portion booming, but it's only like 10-ish, 12% of revenue right now. Um, but uh, I don't know, kind of interesting. So the question is Marvell a buy on the dip or where is it at right now as a stock? I think if you go to the maybe the next slide, I have some more information there. Um, yeah. So AI accelerating. Um, so yeah, at the bottom there. So Marvell's market cap is $48 billion. And, uh, I don't know, that kind of seems expensive to me. That's 36 times this year's adjusted estimates and then about 24 times next year's adjusted earnings estimates. Now, when you have adjusted earnings, you have to go in and kind of see what's going on here, what the adjustments, is it stock-based compensation? Is it amortization of intangibles? If it's the amortization of intangibles, I tend to discount it because that's sort of amortization, a residual from all of the past acquisitions the company did. And there is pretty high amortization of intangibles, but there is also a significant amount of stock-based compensation as well. So those adjusted, so it's even more expensive when you factor out adjusted uh, earnings, if you take back the stock-based compensation. So it's really like north of 30 on next year's earnings estimates. And I just don't think that 
the AI growth is sort of enough to make the stock a buy at these levels. I, th I still think it's a little bit expensive, even though it has that portion of AI that should grow by leaps and bounds. The other parts of the business are pretty tepid and I don't see them being huge growth markets going into the future. Now, Marvel did announce some new products um, on its earnings call that could kind of turbocharge the AI portion of its growth. Again, you're seeing these 800 gig pluggable modules, um, the first five nanometer uh, PHY physical layer platform, that's sort of ethernet. Um, and then you have uh, the first 800 gig coherent optical modules for data center interconnects. So it's not that Marvell is not innovating and doing pretty well for itself and positioning itself well for AI and cloud data centers. It's just, um, I don't think it's a big enough as a big enough part of the business to make the stock a buy right now. It looks kind of expensive to me. It still has about 3 billion in net debt. Uh, again, they went on an acquisition spree the last few years. And I kind of think that, you know, Marvell has a lot of the same products as Broadcom. Um, one of our friends refers to it as a uh, baby Broadcom. Um, but I think Broadcom, even though Broadcom's gone up, I think Broadcom's probably the better buy right now. Um, just based on valuation, I think Marvel might have gotten ahead of itself with some of the AI um, boost. And I think that's why you're seeing, even though it beat uh, estimates and guided for sequential growth, the stock still went down. I think it had just run a little bit too far ahead of itself based on people already anticipating this um, AI growth. And the legacy business is still a drag. So um, I would tread carefully with this one. Um, I would kind of have to see a more meaningful product, uh, profit inflection. Um, and I'd want to see AI revenues making up a greater part of the business, which they are, but I still think the stock's just gotten a bit ahead of itself. Discover the world of semiconductors without getting lost in the technical jargon. My new membership offers a perfect balance for investors looking to understand this exciting market. Using my electrical engineering knowledge and experience, I will release weekly exclusive videos ranging from quick 5-minute 101s to in-depth analysis, covering not just popular chip stocks, but aiming to explore every public semiconductor. Plus, join the private community of like-minded investors. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. Definitely, Billy. I mean, uh, I, I took a closer look at their earnings. Um, I also saw, for example, a bit of the weakness that they saw was kind of um, in their networking for quarter four in their carrier infrastructure, uh, they said that a lot of places were kind of finishing their 5G initial phasing. Um, so even though the 5G, the wireless side of them was growing at a growth level, strong level this quarter, and I believe next quarter they expect, they kind of expect with the macroeconomics and a lot of people pausing on the 5G, in it, since they completed that initial phase, uh, that they will see kind of some weakness in that kind of wireless networking side. Um, I, I agree with you, Billy, right? I think Marvell kind of saw this huge hype previously because they kind of uh, have AI revenue to some extent. 
I do believe I have to do a little bit more research. I want to do a little bit more research, but I do believe like those DSPs, the uh, digital signal processors are used to connect the GPUs. I do believe in, even in their earnings call, um, they mentioned for each GPU, they kind of sell one of these to some extent. Um, it, it's almost like a one-to-one -one, uh, opportunity. But maybe those don't sell for, for crazy prices. Yeah. And obviously, there's other players out there that kind of create those DSPs as well. Um, so there's definitely the growth in the in the AI space. Um, but I think coming yeah. in out of, I, I think they were right after, a day after NVIDIA's earnings. And everybody's seeing NVIDIA grow their data center market over 100%. And, and I guess many are expecting that, hey, Marvell would also grow at those similar levels. And obviously, that's not going to be the case in, in forms of revenue, even if they have that data center exposure. Uh, I do believe the AI market is creating tailwinds for a lot of semiconductor companies. Some companies uh, will have... A, a, a nice tailwind like Marvell, where you're going to see kind of a small revenue segment uh, increase over time. Very, very few, though, or, or even, even I, I can't think of many others outside of NVIDIA that are going to see the revenue growth that NVIDIA saw. So I, I just want to warn investors when thinking of the AI market, not everyone uh, or most are, are not going to grow at that 100% level. Most of them are probably going to have some small data center market, some small AI market. And while those are going to grow at impressive, maybe 20, 30 percent, um, in my opinion, it's good to kind of keep that mindset that not everybody is going to grow at that at that NVIDIA level. Um, I, I do just want to remind investors when looking at these numbers, they they are about a year ahead in forms of calendar year. Uh, so obviously, it's great to see this. Um, their fiscal year of 2024 ends at the beginning of calendar year 2024. Um, so they're in quarter two of fiscal year of 2024 right now. Uh, so I know sometimes investors might get confused and they might think, hey, a 36 P.E. ratio forward till a year and a half from now. That's not the case. That's roughly 36 P.E. ratio um, two quarters from now. And their fiscal year 2025 of 24 is about a year and a half from now estimates. So uh, obviously, I know Billy knows that, but I know there's sometimes um, in viewers that might watch this that might kind of get that confused. So I just wanted to bring that to light. Um, Billy, any final thoughts before I kind of close out this topic? Um, not particular. Marvel, interesting company. I would put it on the watch list and track it. Um, but in terms of adding it to the portfolio, I think it's a little too rich, a little too expensive. It doesn't have kind of the explosiveness that an NVIDIA has just due to the fact that it's it's AI related revenues still pretty small proportion to the overall rest of the business and the rest of the business is kind of struggling right now. Mm -hmm. Definitely, Billy. Thank you for that. And I think that's a great way to end the segment.